Hello, hello. Welcome back to Lifelong Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Kumjohn, and thank you for being here. Today, it's a solo episode, and I am diving into one of my audience's favorite subjects in the non-toxic world, and that is non-toxic apparel. So before we get started, I wanted to remind you all to take 10 seconds to open up the app that you're listening to this podcast on and tap the button that says subscribe so that you never miss an episode. I put out new episodes every single Friday and I bring on a wide variety of guests and I also do solo episodes like this one. Instagram is the next best place to get informed about episodes, get access to exclusive content that you wouldn't have access to just by listening to the podcast. And you can follow along at lifelong underscore pod and at holistic with Heidi. Really appreciate it. And if you're listening to the episode, make sure to share it to your stories and tag at lifelong underscore pod and share your favorite part of the episode. So let's get right into it. Like I said, non-toxic clothing and apparel has been one of my audience's favorite subjects just based on analytics. So for context, when going through Google Analytics and analyzing my website and the most visited pages and blogs, the one that generates the most traffic all the time is anything about non-toxic clothing. The same goes for my podcast stats. My top performing solo episode was episode 15, which was an intro to non-toxic clothing. So today I'm going to take that one step further, go a little bit deeper, and share even more solutions with you so that you too can start making smarter and healthier purchasing decisions in the fashion space. I also have a really exciting announcement that you are going to be the first to hear about, so definitely stick around to the end of the episode so that you don't miss the really exciting update. So a bit more about my background and why this is all kind of full circle. So I actually studied textile and fashion design when I was in college. I also was in the business school, but Predominantly, I was studying textile and fashion design. That's what I got my bachelor's of science in. And upon graduating, I worked in the textile industry. I actually held a marketing role, but was within the textile industry working for a global wall covering company. So basically, think think of it as clothing and accessories for your home. That's kind of the industry I was in, and it's very similar to the fashion industry as a whole. We kind of call it the textile industry, which encompasses fabrics and surfaces for your home and for your body. So with my background in that, and then my background in holistic health and non-toxic living education, I have been so excited to be bridging those two worlds because they're some of my biggest passions in life and you know finding ways to combine your different passions is always an exciting point to be at it's like that venn diagram you know fashion with holistic health and non-toxic living and here we are in that center portion of the venn diagram 
So something I've noticed about non-toxic clothing or natural clothing per se is that a lot of the options are so frumpy and not very cute. The good news is I have been doing a heck of a lot of research over the years just for myself so that I can upgrade my wardrobe and also so that I can share this all with you given my background in fashion and holistic health. Why is non-toxic clothing an important subject to even discuss? Okay, well, the thing is, toxins are absorbed into the body via inhalation, digestion, and dermal absorption. Those are the three routes that toxins get into the body. The third one, dermal absorption, that literally means through your skin. What is touching your skin every single day? That's a question I want you to start asking yourself because your skin is your largest organ and this is a route that toxins can get into your body. Now, don't get all freaked out here. This is about progress, not perfection. Again, this is a a life journey and no one can be 100% perfect at this. Rather, I'm sharing this information with you so that you can make informed decisions as you slowly start to upgrade the products that are in, on, and around your body. With the advent of fast fashion, which really is the world that we unfortunately live in, fabrics have become synthesized to cheap plastic versions of what were once natural fibers. So that literally means that a lot of these fabrics, the fibers that they're made out of, are derived from gas guess what it's derived from? Petroleum. The petroleum industry is literally involved in so many different things. It's actually insane. And a lot of the clothes you're wearing could be made from plastic, which is kind of funny because sometimes you see those sustainable companies that say, oh, these yoga pants were made out of 85 recycled water bottles. It's like, okay, recycling is cool, but I don't want to wear plastic on my body let alone super tight leggings that are in tight and up in very vulnerable areas of my body. You know what I mean? Okay, so fast fashion has really changed things. And also when you're washing and drying and wearing these plastic-based clothings, you're also getting exposed to microplastics. But plastic isn't the only chemical to blame. There are many stain, wrinkle, and color finishes that are also a cause for concern. And I'm going to jump into those chemicals in a minute, but let's first talk about some of those clothing materials to avoid. And you can figure out the contents of your clothing when you're shopping online. Always make sure to click the little description or more info button or contents button so that you know exactly what you are purchasing. If you are in the store and you're able to touch some of these fabrics and you're not able to tell what the contents are just by touching or looking at it, it's not that easy to do. I actually had to take classes in college about identifying fabrics and whatnot, so it's not something that everyone can do very easily. So the thing is, you'll notice that a lot of clothing items or all clothing items will have a little tag on the side or the top of it that explains what the item is made out of. So, you know, just get comfortable with reading those labels and also digging for more information while you're shopping online. Okay, so these synthetic clothing materials to avoid include nylon, polyester, elastane, aka spandex, acrylic, 
and rayon. Plus, there are so many more, but those are the big ones. All of the above are derived from fossil fuels and are not biodegradable. So when washed, those synthetic fibers shed microplastic fibers and in turn, all these chemicals within the fabrics, the plastics that's touching your skin, that's getting absorbed into your body, can cause a whole plethora of health issues, including endocrine disruption and reproductive harm. Now for some chemicals to be aware of. This is going to be trickier to dissect as you're shopping, but keep in mind when you're purchasing natural fabrics, clothing made from natural fabrics, you are most likely avoiding a lot of these chemicals. So these chemicals that I'm talking about are typically found in synthetic clothing, but they also can sometimes be found. So it's a little bit confusing, but let's go one by one. So the first one are azo dyes. These are a group of dyes that are cheap and they're banned in the EU due to their toxicity. They're water soluble, making them easy for your skin to absorb. And they are found in cotton and cotton blends, which cotton is a natural fiber. So being mindful of the dyes that the companies are using is always a good decision. And one thing you could do is email the company and ask what kind of pigments they're using to dye their clothing. And there are a lot of great brands out there, and we're going to get to those brands in a little bit. So the next one is formaldehyde, and formaldehyde can cause that new clothes smell. And it's usually found in wrinkle-resistant and stain-resistant finishes that are applied to clothing. So if you're purchasing something that says, oh, waterproof or wrinkle-proof, there's a lot of these shirts for men that have been treated with wrinkle-proofing chemicals. You know, you'll find them at like a Brooks Brothers or uh, Banana Republic, something like that. There's all sorts of brands out there that offer this new technology that doesn't wrinkle. And honestly, just avoid it because it's such a terrible chemical. Formaldehyde is awful. And again, I'm not here to scare you. I'm just laying out the facts and I would love for you to do what you please with this information and also send me a dm send me an email heidi at holisticwithheidi.com anytime and let's talk like i'd really love to hear your thoughts on all of this and also just find ways that i can serve you better the next chemical are pfas and oh my goodness i've done a lot of episodes alluding to pfas especially the one with leah sedgety PFAS are long-lasting man-made chemicals, also known forever chemicals, that break down slowly over time. They're found in many fabrics and many different consumer, commercial, and industrial products. And the last one I want to talk about right now are phthalates. Phthalates are a group of chemicals used to make plastics softer and more durable. Why would we be talking about that right now, though? We're talking about fabrics, but remember, a lot of these fabrics are derived from petroleum plastic. So they're often called plasticizers and they're linked with endocrine disruption, DNA damage, reduced testosterone. Okay, men, pay attention here. They're also linked with neurodevelopmental effects, cancer, and asthma. In fabrics, they can be found in jeans, raincoats, artificial leather, and most polyester. So I want to keep it real with you all because honestly, Transparency is the name of the game, and I alluded to this a little bit earlier, but, you know, this is a journey. This is not a, I'm going to go throw out all of the clothing in my closet kind of thing. It's, hey, if that's what you want to do, go for it. But my approach is more of a sustainable, long-term approach where 
any chance I get to upgrade to natural fibers that are free of these chemicals, I'm going to. But like I said earlier, there are not a ton of brands out there that are super fashionable. However, something very exciting to share with you is that I have been doing all of this research. I have been digging into this for literal years. I have found the cutest non-toxic sustainable clothing options that I am officially sharing with all of you in my ebook that is now available for purchase on my website. That link is available in the show notes, so definitely jump on purchasing that book if you want to learn about all of the brands that are Holistic with Heidi approved that are also super freaking fashionable and cute, and there will be a heck of a lot of other information in there kind of serving you as a guide when you're shopping and trying to make better decisions and you don't have time to take notes about all these different chemicals to avoid and fabrics to avoid and things like that. So so that ebook is available for purchase on my website or you can simply click the link in the show notes so that you get access to this information and you can wear super stylish non-toxic clothing and your body will be thanking you. Moving on to the solutions part of the show. So every time I share the facts, the scary stats, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't have to be scary because there are always solutions and I want to motivate you and I want you to feel encouraged and empowered and that is really, really my goal. Again, I share this information so that you can make informed decisions and do your own research. That's that's really where I'm coming from. So the first solution, like I said, is Snagging that ebook, which is a very comprehensive guide to shopping for fashionable, non-toxic clothing. Another thing to do is to really just stick to natural fibers every chance you get. So some of those fibers include silk, cotton, hemp, wool, and cashmere. And there are even more than that. Again, you want to read that guide, but Cotton and silk and wool are some of my favorite fabrics ever. There's even underwear now made out of cashmere, which is wild to even think about. And it's so luxe. I really love finding these different brands and becoming my own researcher. And I encourage you to do your research and look at those labels and read the contents any chance you get. That was my next tip was reading fiber contents labels. So the next tip after that is considering thrift shopping when you can and looking for natural fabrics and fibers when you're shopping. But when you bring them home, you can do a stripping and sunning session, which sounds very seductive, (laughs) but it's not. It's really just putting your clothing in a tub of water with some borax or some branch basics. There's different recipes, so to speak, that are ways to strip your laundry, your fabrics from chemicals and from stench and from fragrance and things like that. And then you can also put things in the sun and the sun is such a powerful healer. Remember, it heals the body. It also can cleanse and disinfect and remove smells and chemicals from fabrics and even furniture. So sun items, whenever you get the chance, I would love to be one of those prairie women one day hanging up my clothing on the line and letting the sun just dry my sheets. Oh my gosh, that would be a literal dream. But right now I'm living in Chicago, so that's not really an option. But I do try to dry things on my balcony here and there. I mean, if you go over to Europe, I was in Italy in September and 
Everywhere you walk, you look up at the windows and people are hanging their clothing. Fun fact too, everyone hides their underwear in the innermost layer. So they have different rows and everyone hangs their underwear first. And like there's a a specific method and literally everyone does the same thing. It's kind of a cool little cultural nuance. Fun fact. Okay, and then some brands. I wanted to share a few brands just to give you a little sneak peek of what you would find in the ebook. One brand I talk about a bunch is Packed. I have their bedding. I have clothing from them. And I even love buying my nieces and nephews little cute onesies and toddler clothing from their store as well. But the cool thing is it's a store for the whole family, the home. They have home textiles, you know, towels, bedding, and they also have kiddo and baby clothing. And they also have adult clothing that's super, super cute. Another brand to consider is Kayuchi. I can never pronounce that name, but they have so many home textiles and they also have some apparel items, but in particular, their robe is so freaking beautiful and clean and I love it. So definitely check out Kayuchi. Another one is Mate the Label. Mate the Label makes the most amazing workout clothing ever. I really like wearing their sports bras, especially if I'm doing the sauna or working out. I really don't want toxic chemicals leaching into my bloodstream or near a sensitive part of my body. On the note of underwear, another great brand is Gaia Conceptions. They have a lot of really awesome non-toxic underwear and they also have some really fun jumpers and dresses and skirts and things like that. But if we want to talk about a brand that has some of the most beautiful luxury kind of dressier options, I really love Laud the label. They have the most gorgeous summer dresses, linen tops, and everything is such high fashion in my opinion. Obviously, it's not like Gucci or something like that, but it's really good quality and really beautiful silhouettes and patterns and things like that. So definitely check out Packed, Mate, Gaia Conceptions, and some of these other brands because it's really fun to start upgrading your wardrobe with non-toxic options that are actually cute. Also, gonna remind you once more about that ebook because I literally list out so many brands that are so fashionable, so cute. I even include some of my favorite items from those brands. And again, there's just tons of resources within there. And I really hope you enjoy it. And if you have any questions, never hesitate to reach out. So I also wanna move on to another portion of the show. And that is my non-toxic news segment. Today, I'm going to be talking about a prestigious study that came out of The Lancet recently. It's about ultra-processed foods and cancer risk and mortality. And oh my gosh, I literally had Joseph, my fiance, print out this study for me after I read it online. And now I have a printed copy that I've been highlighting and referring back to because I freaking love digging into the research. So in a nutshell, they studied nearly 200,000 participants, mostly middle-aged, over a prolonged period of time. And the findings found that a higher consumption of ultra-processed foods was associated with a greater incidence and higher mortality of various cancers. So this is something that probably seems like common sense to us in the non-toxic or holistic world that food really impacts our health and can prevent disease, but it is just very 
reassuring to see the data. You know, this is 200,000 people. This is from a prestigious journal. There's no special interest involved. I, of course, looked at the funding, which is something you definitely want to look at anytime you're reading studies is reading who is funding that study. So anyways, this was a longitudinal study. So it was done over a long period of time. It was done in a very serious fashion. And these results are just reassuring to, to us that want to eat healthier and see results later on in life because cancer rates are climbing. And honestly, anything we can do to prevent or reverse disease is always a good decision in my opinion. So the findings, again, highlight the importance of considering consuming less ultra-processed foods, which is beneficial to prevent and reduce the burdens of cancer. So in summary, the more you can eat clean, real foods, the better off your health is. Again, probably seems like common sense, but really interesting to see this massive, prestigious study come out. Also on the subject of processed foods and additives, Another thing I want to mention in this non-toxic news segment is something coming out of California. This is from NPR. It says, California could ban certain food additives due to concerns over health impacts. It goes on to say, a California assembly member has introduced legislation that would ban processed foods that contain potentially harmful ingredients. Some of those ingredients include red dye number three, titanium dioxide, potassium bromate, brominated vegetable oil, and propyl paraben. So these would be outlawed in the manufacturing, distribution, and sale of those foods in the state. To me, I like to see a policy like this. I'm not someone who's all about regulations and every aspect of our life, but when it comes to health, it's very important. So bravo, California. I'm curious to see where this one goes, and I'm also curious to hear your thoughts on this. One more thing before you go. Are you subscribed to Lifelong Podcast? Have you left a rating and review? Are you following along on Instagram at lifelong underscore pod and at holistic with Heidi? If you're not doing so already, consider doing it to support our show and to help spread this message near and far. Thank you all and we'll see you next week.